I'm assuming we're recording. Okay. Play this by ear, but I'm assuming that it's happening right now. So get us going. Verify. <laughs> I don't want to go like 20 minutes and then find out that it was not recording. What's up, ladies? Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman Podcast. I'm Tashiva Oliver, and Leah Ross is my co-host. Listen, living as an urban Christian woman is a great gift and an amazing mission, which is why we need to be equipped for the everyday life. So whether you're hanging with the kiddos, washing dishes, checking emails, at the gym, or maybe even on your train commute, keep listening because God's word has the truth for your everyday life. Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman. Hey ladies, welcome back to the Urban Christian Woman podcast. I am your host, Leah Ross. And I am your other host, Tashiva Oliver. How you doing, ladies? Yes, it's so good to be on the airwaves with you guys again. Um, it's been a minute. Um, a lot has happened since the last time we've recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot has happened. Most of you right now, um, all of you are sequestered in your homes uh, because of COVID-19. And um, that includes your two podcast hosts here. That's <laughs> right. And if you're not even if you're not sequestered in your home, hashtag stay home. Okay. Please go home. Get, Please go home. Please go home. All, you, all you urban millennials still out here. Right doing right. big things. I'm telling right. y'all, take yourself home. Okay. Yes. Yes. This is a really challenging time that we're in. I mean, yeah. with very little to no notice to Sheba and I were, um, you know, called into, um, homeschooling our children whose schools were closed. Um, we've gone through just various like closures of just life in community churches being canceled. And so we've just been reeling from that, but we have not been, um, disconnected. We've been connecting and thinking deeply about how we can continue to bring the word of God to you, um, the women that we love, and how we can continue, continue to just bring a context around like how are we living as urban Christian women in this time? How are we keeping our eyes on the Lord and regarding him when it seems like everything is just like totally just whack in yeah. our world, like yeah. chaos. Yeah. And I told Leah this, and I've told many of my other girlfriends this, like the best way that I can articulate how I have been um, processing all of this week one was shock and denial mm-hmm. was grieving. And week yeah. three has been a embracing and accepting and um, a posturing towards just greater dependence on the Lord um, mm-hmm. to do what this new normal is for this season. And yeah. so um, I think that um, we're all there together and yeah. sisters who are on this, this, uh, this call or listening to this podcast um, today, my, my encouragement already to you is like, you are not alone. We are all in this together. We are here together and the Lord is with us, um, which mm-hmm. is the most important thing. That is what especially on, as we're recording this, it just so happens to be Palm Sunday. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, man, we're, we're right here. Emmanuel, God with yeah, us is with not. us mm-hmm. and you are not alone. And so, um, yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna stay near the Lord in this season. And I think that is what Leah and I have been doing as we have been processing and then taking our own pauses and 
um, dealing with um, emotions and what's yeah. going on and changes and kids and spouses starting to work from home. Um, the Lord in his loving sovereignty, I think just drew us both mm -hmm. to the same book of the Bible in different ways. And yeah. I tell you, I am not this person who is just like, oh, I need to go find comfort in the Psalms. Like, I just love the Psalms. The Psalms. <laughs> I love yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. I love music and I love to sing, but you will not just find me in the Psalms like that. Mm -hmm. um, but the Lord has led me here and it has been so sweet. And um, Leah has encouraged me so many times with the Psalms that she's been reading. And it just, the, the reason why we're actually doing this series called mm -hmm. the Lord is a journey through the Psalms of comfort is because the Lord led us here. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we are, we are really in really raw places as many as of you are as well of just like wrestling with our existence in this sort of quarantine lifestyle and all the challenges and all the uncertainty. And so as we draw um, comfort from the Psalms, like we're just leading y'all into this with us. Mm -hmm. Like we are drawing comfort. And so we want to share that with you all um, and know that, that our, that our longing, our sadness, our grief, just all of this, like is here in this space, even as we say, okay, you know, come Lord Jesus, our King, as we say, Palm Sunday, like come and, and dwell with mm -hmm. us and be our King and show us um, your comfort in this, in this crazy, crazy time. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I know many of you are just longing for comfort. I mean, we are, even as we record this, we are recording remotely, not even in the same space, which is right. so out of our norm. Right. And so just longing for those basic things that you knew that brought you comfort, like being with your sisters in Christ, being with yes. your people, fellowshiping together we're outside we're so far outside of our comfort zones mm -hmm. and so we need the lord to to come and to speak his words that have been true since the beginning of the world that comfort us mm -hmm. so that's why we're here yeah. so yeah so we're talking about um the lord is and so each one of these psalms that we go through is going to highlight the lord is um, and what, and what we see is the takeaway from that Psalm. And so tonight, today we're doing Psalm four. We're going to talk through that and just engage with it. And our takeaway, uh, that you're going to hear throughout is the Lord is our righteousness in Psalm mm -hmm. four. We really see the Lord being highlighted as our righteousness. So as we talk about this, as we, um, go through just what the psalmist is saying in these verses, hear those things, hear how God is our righteousness and hear how he shows up and what, what he has provided for us in this righteousness. So I think as we, as we talk about that, you're going to see that highlighted for sure. Yeah. And then, I mean, also with the Psalms um, that what we will see is that each Psalm actually has um, is written there, there may be a known written author of that psalm. And so some of these are written by David and David um, writes these, pens these songs. 
um, of poetry, but then some of them may not be from David or they may be unknown. And so um, as we go through this, we're going to really um, identify what it is that we see from the background, what are some observations that we can actually take about um, what the psalm is saying about God, and then what is it? Uh, what does it also say about the writer David? And then um, how can we see Christ um, as well as what are we called to in response um, to what we see? And so um, Psalm 4, I can just read it real quick, Leah. Um, yeah. It says, answer me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You have given me relief when I was in distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. O men, how long shall my honor be turned into shame? How long will you love vain words and seek after lies? But know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. Be angry and do not sin. Ponder in your own hearts, on your beds, and be silent. Offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. There are many who say, who will show us some good? Lift up the light of your face upon us, O Lord. You have put more joy in my heart than they have when their grain and wine abound. In peace, I will both lie down and sleep for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Thank you, Lord. So, yeah. so looking looking at this, our key takeaway, as Leah said, is the Lord is our righteousness. And Leah, what can we see already off the bat from the background um, about um, this psalm? Yeah, I mean, so we have the author who of this psalm is David, and he. This is a psalm where he's really crying out to God in prayer. He's in a place of anguish, distress, and he's crying out to the Lord. He's praying for answers, um, and his cries, his prayers, are leading to these confessions of both trust and confidence in the Lord. So we see him not holding back, um, just out of his anguish. But then that he's not just staying there, but it's actually leading to an expression of trust and confidence in him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when we're talking about the Lord is our righteousness, what does that mean? It means what the Lord has, has cleared our name Mm -hmm. and um, he's made us right before him. He's even cleared us. Um, as I was looking at righteousness, that he also has cleared us of blame. He also yeah. has cleared us of blame. Yeah. And so when we see that the Lord is our righteousness, we are, are able to see directly in verse one, it says, oh God of my righteousness. Mm-hmm. And so there is this not only ownership from David, but we see that it is God who makes one righteous, not us, not ourselves, but God and God alone. And so because of that righteousness, um, it can only be given by God. And so because God is the one who gives it, here are some of the tools that he actually, some of the gifts that he gives us through his righteousness. In verse one, it makes very clear that he gives relief in our distress. Um, and verse three, he preserves and he keeps his people. In the second part of verse three, it says that he hears his people. Mm-hmm. In verse six, it says that his light is upon his face. Uh, his light upon his face shines upon 
us, his people, and that he is the source of joy and provides more joy. Actually, in verse seven, it says a harvest of joy. Uh, And more than that, because in verse eight, he is our source of safety. And Mm -hmm. so um, how many times do we see in the text that the Lord appears um, in caps locks? The Lord, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's... There's multiple times in here, and we'll see this throughout the Psalms too. Um, I, I was just blown away by this, that anytime that you see L-O-R-D in caps locks, it yeah. is signifying something and it's signifying that that is the I am, that is yeah. Yahweh. It is the full self-existent one himself. Mm-hmm. He is God and God alone. And so mm-hmm. it, it David is making clear that yeah. there is no no one who has righteousness mm-hmm. like this. Yes. <laughs> righteousness is belongs to the Lord alone, to yes. God alone. Yes. Yes. I love this so much that it belongs to God because if he is the source of righteousness, if it belongs to him, then he has every ability and capacity and right to give it to us as he sees fit. And so he, I love that as he sees fit, we know is through Christ, right? Christ is our righteousness. So not only does God give, not only does God um, become our righteousness, he gives us his righteousness through Christ, Mm -hmm. but the righteousness then is given in relationship. So the righteousness is given and and it's received in a relationship so that it's not just an exchange, right? It's not just a placement of a new, a new position, guilt cleared or right standing, but it creates a connection of a relationship so that he does hear so that he does give relief, so that he does turn his face to us. There's this intimacy that comes when we get his righteousness because he's a holy God, right? So he has to have righteousness in us, given to us, in order for us to have a relationship with him. And what a joy and what a gift we see the psalmist gets this comfort from receiving the righteousness of God and being in fellowship with a righteous God. Yeah. So it's beautiful. Yeah. And on top of that, when he receives it, there then is this exchange that happens where relief begins to take the place of Mm -hmm. distress. Mm -hmm. Relief begins to take the place of distress. And that Mm -hmm. is the beauty of a relationship. And, you know, I think about the scripture that says, cast all of your cares upon me because I care for you. There is this space of where you are in distress and Christ through his sacrificial blood brings relief. And so the relationship is the exchange of when we have these moments of distress, the, 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 the reception, the, the, the reception of that is relief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and we can know for sure that this exists because the greatest distress that we've ever had is our condition of sin and our separation from God. Girl, and so girl. if he in fact restores us from the greatest distress that our soul Ooh. has known, Come on. surely we can. And I honestly believe that this is even what we can call on when we recite this Psalm uh, in verse one, you have given me relief when I was in distress. If I know you 
through Christ and I have a relationship with you, then the greatest distress I ever had was, was, was given what you gave relief to that. Right. By clearing me of my guilt through Jesus and by bringing me into a relationship with you. And so if you did it then, mm-hmm. surely in these measures of, of anguish in life, you will hear my prayer and you will deliver me again. See, David knows this. He knows God's character and he has continued. He rests now in this Psalm and has continued to rest in the one who not only clears his name, but is worthy of, of his, of his um, faithful dependence, Mm -hmm. right? He has seen God deliver him time and time again. And he knows that, that when he is found in that place of distress, the only one that can truly deliver him is the Lord, mm-hmm. is Yahweh God, the I am. Yeah. And that when he calls out to God, that God will answer him, that will hear him. Hear him is sort of this, this implication of there's a relationship. He's yeah. listening. Yeah. He's already tuned his ear. Yep. So he will hear. And not only will he hear, but he will answer. And mm. that's a show of, of his compassion, right? His love for us, mm. that, he, that, he, that, he decline, that he inclines to answer us mm. um, even from his holy place. So yeah. I just, I love that, that um, just display of trust from David um, and that we can actually see this shown and sort of modeled by him and draw from it um, for ourselves. David is fully dependent on God for everything. He mm-hmm. calls him the God of my righteousness. Yeah. And as we talked about, that means that if God is the source and you know we can we can try to pursue these these places of comfort and relief from our distress in other places mm-hmm. but ultimately we know the source right if we read this we know the source yep. so we can grasp the things that he's provided or we can go straight to the source and receive from him what he has for us yeah and i it, i don't know if i mean we're going right into just the space of like how are we called to respond? And Leah, you have already so graciously articulated that for us, um, which is that we have to be fully dependent on God and trust him as the source, trust him Mm -hmm. as our righteousness, as well as not only trusting him as our righteousness, but in that accepting the relief that he can give to us in our distress. So we look to him and he gives us in this current situation mm-hmm. of COVID-19 um, in a global pandemic, right? We look to him and in exchange for his righteousness, we see the relief and moment of rest and peace and mm-hmm. safety, right? Just as what we see in the text that uh, we can lay our heads and lie down and sleep. Mm-hmm. This this whole thing of when I was reading this, I was like, oh man, this lying down and sleep. I was like, what is the difference? And lying mm-hmm. down is, is the body is settling into rest mm-hmm. and then sleep actually embraces the fact that it is done, that it is mm-hmm. settled and that I am embracing what I have rested in. Mm-hmm. And so in peace, that is what the Lord 
does as mm-hmm. we um, embrace number one, him as our righteousness, and then exchanging that relief in distress. So many of us are caring for children full mm-hmm. time. I mean, and I mean, I've talked to my son's teacher and she's like caring for her kids full time while at the same time trying to teach my son mm-hmm. school. And I mean, I can't, um, it's, it's a lot, you know, so many of us are caring for children full time and we have been thrown into this. We have some of us haven't been uh, full-time in the home, working from home moms, and and we're trying to navigate that. Then you have the space of working in the same spaces with your spouses, and that is not uh, that's not something that you've done before. Everyone has gone off into their workspaces. Um, mm-hmm. And then some of us are battling with the distress of um, just never being alone. We're constantly having someone pull on us or ask for something. Um, and then many of us who, some single women who are listening to this podcast are uh, being alone right now without friends. That's distress. That's distress. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. not being in the company of neighbors. God made us for relationship. And so we're a little bit stir crazy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But both a, a posture of trust and a practical way to dwell in safety is how the Lord invites us into this, which is yeah. exchange distress for relief. And you do yeah. that by calling on the name of the Lord. You call yeah. to him, you call to him, you call to him, ladies. And yeah. I cannot say this enough because that is literally one of the main things that I am yes. right now in this season. Hey, me too. <laughs> okay. I am actually, and, and let me tell you something, I'm yes. actually learning how much I still, and I'm, and, and I'm a pretty intentional person about my prayer mm-hmm. times. Leah knows I got like mm-hmm. three, three part prayer times throughout the day. <laughs> but I'm telling you, the Lord is like, no, 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 no. You going to be crying out to me mm-hmm. all throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. that is, it, the Lord is like, oh, you don't have to have just that structure time. I'm telling you right now, you, you in distress. You about to go off on your kid. You better yeah. call to me. Yeah. Yeah. You feel like you have no more to give. You better call to me. Mm-hmm. You know what you I'm saying? You feel like you can't cook one more meal. Call out. Come on. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come or on. you feel like you don't even have the strength to get up and eat because you're so discouraged by the yes. state of the world. Call yes. to him. Call to him. Don't want to get out the bed. Like mm-hmm. call to him. Like, you know, I was telling Leah, I was like, Leah, we watched Groundhog Day before all this went down. <laughs> and I feel like I'm in a real life Groundhog Day. It was straight prophetic. <laughs> With Bill Martin. With Bill Martin. I'm in a Groundhog Day <laughs> like every single day. Okay. <laughs> but what I do know about that movie that was life changing for me is when he understood where he, the state of where he was, mm-hmm. he literally turned and sought the relief of the well it wasn't the lord he sought relief and he made Mm -hmm. some changes and what i'm saying is the lord is inviting us through this text bring it home (laughs) the lord is inviting us through this text yes to turn to him and call to him he's like listen i see your distress you don't think that i am lord of all of this Mm -hmm. l-o-r-d caps locks i'm Mm -hmm. through all of this i'm in i'm in 
Africa, I'm in Asia, I'm in Australia, I'm in the US, I'm on the West Coast, the East Coast, South America. And I, listen, I see this all. And I'm telling you, as a woman who says that I am, you're saying that I am your righteousness, call to me. call to me. And this is an invitation. This is an invitation. Mm -hmm. One, trust him as the source, but also know that that source will cause you to posture and turn towards him and call to him because he is readily available to be gracious to you, Mm -hmm. to hear Mm -hmm. your prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And, and that is where we sort of land this plane is posturing ourselves in prayer, constant prayer, constant crying out to him. And that prayer can be calling to him for help. And I think it also needs to include just like confessing your trust in him. You know, David, David ends just with this sort of um, confession of trust you, he, of who God is and what he has done. Mm-hmm. And I believe him for that. Um, just even reciting over the, just the goodness of God. And it's hard. It's hard when you look around and you don't see a lot of goodness, Mm -hmm. believing that the goodness of God doesn't change and the trustworthiness of God doesn't change. And even speaking those things out loud is going to be, um, I mean, we see David, the example of David doing this, even in um, the presence or the face of those who question it or doubt it. Yeah. You know, and, and we probably perceive that too. Like we, if we're women of faith and we're walking in these spaces and, and, you know, on a zoom call with our coworkers and they're like, listen, like God, if God is good, why are people dying all over the world? Right. You know, why did he let me lose my job? Why am I stuck at home? Why am I yeah. over with my kids and all these different ways where we question yeah. the goodness of God and we can recount his goodness and trustworthiness mm-hmm. in the face of that. And this is the example that the psalmist gives us. Oh my goodness. When you know the relief of God, you are so ready to talk about it, to tell about it, to proclaim the truth of it. For sure. Um, Yes. Mm. 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 So number one, you're saying pray. We need to thank him for his righteousness. We need to confess our trust in him and not the trappings of the false safety that we may think that we have in moments, whether it's through our control, whether it's through um, the security of getting on that Zoom call with our coworkers, like that's our security holding on. But to, to really posture ourselves in the space of thanking him, putting our trust in him, And then in moments where we are feeling this distress, Lord, ladies, I want to encourage us, um, just as it's saying, like we see that um, David was in verses two and three, David was actually like seeing his his counterparts, like literally making mock, just like what Leah is saying. Mm -hmm. And he invites us, the Lord invites us to be angry and don't sin. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. when you hear this mockery or when your children are coming down at your throats, you know what I'm saying? For the fourth time for the day, like don't allow that anger to lead you to sin, but instead pursue the goodness and the trustworthiness of God in the face of those circumstances. Girl, I love the practicality that like is hidden sort of in this, like a gym. Be angry and do not sin. Ponder in your own hearts on your beds and be silent. Come on. You're so mad. You don't know what to do. Go lay down and be quiet. Just be silent first. Girl. Go lay down. Girl. Okay. (laughs) Gather yourself and come back into the situation. Go get yourself an adult timeout. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> there you go. 
<laughs> That's what he's saying. That's what and he's so saying. Just, just and take that little nugget. And take listen, it. take that nugget because you can't, the thing is, is that we can't keep propelling ourselves like this. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like that, that, that shows that we, we think that we make ourselves righteous and we on the throne yeah. and we are in control. And the mm-hmm. Lord is like, no, uh-uh, be angry, do not sin. Go, go to your bed and take a yeah. time out. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. after you have regrouped. Okay. <laughs> Yes. Okay. What does it say after that? Yes. Offer right Offer sacrifices. Right sacrifices. Put your trust in the Lord. Yes. 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 So Remember, yeah. replace that trust. Listen. I'm. Listen. Humility. The sacrifices. Humility. I'm humbling myself. I'm recognizing the, my own propensity towards sin, mm. and I'm saying, look. I, I'm going to trust you, God, to lead me by your mm. Holy Spirit, by the power of the Holy Spirit in me to mm. pass of righteousness that lead to peace Come and on. love and, and your faithfulness being shown. Yes, out. yes. And so we can do that, ladies. We can do that because the Holy Spirit is working in us to, to do that. Mm-hmm. God is at work in us to will and to do according to his good purposes. Amen. And so we see him doing those things. And lastly, we want, we see that we can choose to peacefully rest. Come on. Listen, this is a, this is a mental and emotional, spiritual choice. When we say we're putting our trust in the relief of God, yep. we're saying, listen, I'm going to lay the burdens down right now. Yep. And God, I'm asking you, and I, I pray this over myself sometimes. Come on. Lord, you say that in peace, I can lie down and sleep for you alone. Make me dwell in safety. Come pray on. that over yourself as you, as you lay down to sleep, if you mm-hmm. feel yourself drawn to those anxious thoughts that might rob you from sleep pray those things and then place that trust in the lord and receive the exchange of relief that he gives you and that's it that's Mm -hmm. it yeah so let me just pray for us father indeed we do thank you we thank you for your righteousness that was given to us through your son, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. I thank you, Father, that um, your word says um, in Hebrews 4, 14 through 16, that since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And Father, that is exactly, God, what you have done, Lord God. You have allowed your son, Jesus's blood, to be poured out into us to to, to uh, receive um, the, the, the relinquishing of blame, Lord God, and be made righteous with you so that in our times of distress, Lord, that we can experience that relief and that that relief will allow us to uh, experience rest, will allow us to experience rest. And so Father, I pray, Lord God, that in moments where our flesh rises up and we want to be angry, um, God, help us to be angry and not sin. Lord God, help us to put our trust in you and not fall to the trappings of this false safety that we can try to reach for in our everyday lives, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, in moments where we're tempted to go into complaining and and um, and whining, Lord God. Help us to turn to you and look to you and open our minds and tell of the goodness and the trustworthiness 
of who you are and how you are keeping us in our days, in the moments, Lord God, and allowing us to dwell in the safety that you provide. And so Lord, help us to choose that, help us to choose that and then help us to abide and rest in it because it is true, because it is your word and because you are the Lord. And so God, we thank you and praise you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Have a blessed day, ladies.